a one, a two, a one, two, three. Today I sat and smoked myself to cancer. Hello and welcome to the weekly recap. <laughs> the weekly week. The weekly week. <laughs> Um, so Hi this guys. is episode 45. 45. We are getting dangerously close to <laughs> one year. Yeah. Um, every week. This one Nick is... is... Nick's the only one that has been on every single episode. It's that's true. A, that's impressive. Yeah. I've missed, I think, like two. Jake's missed a bunch. Of course, I'm the one that hits the record button, so... <laughs> yeah. There's really no... I mean, Alex, you did it the one week when we were in yeah, Boston, I mean, even, yeah, cool. even Yeah, even when, uh, even when you were in Boston, you are still on the damn <laughs> podcast. Right. Okay, so... That's so funny. This week we have a special returning guest. Returning guest. This is Austin. One of our faves. Second time. Let's go. Yeah, this Welcome is, back. Uh, Welcome back. It's the first time months. we've had a second guest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or a second visit, I guess. Re- yes. Returning, yeah. Yes. Um, so I'm the featured guest now. I like it. Featured right. guest, yeah. <laughs> I guess Ryan could technically be considered a returning guest. Yeah, but he's he was a founding member too, so yeah. we'll, we'll, uh-huh. that was air quotes. Yeah. By the way, he was the like the only thing he contributed to this podcast was making our account a business account. So. Fair point. No wait, that was Sarah. Because that was me. Yeah, oh. she did the Instagram yeah. account. Oh, uh, okay. Which is at the weekly recap on Instagram. Right. Nice plug. So um, this week we are going to be talking about a couple of things that are very. Uh, Either annoying or super sweet. Yeah, we're bringing back one of our favorite segments. Um, uh, Nick, Sarah, Alex, and whoever else is on the podcast <laughs> just critiques horrible articles that we read online. Stupid beer articles. One of our part, fave part <laughs> 37 beer articles, yeah. Um, so I do want to start off by saying thank you so much to Grist House for having us out to their new spot in Collier. Um yeah, that's the, so, that's the big news this week. This yeah, we got to visit uh, the Nike Missile Command Center, which is mind-blowing. It's um, wild. Yeah. Did we post any pictures of that? We did not. I figured we, we could do we that suck. with the podcast this week. Yeah. Probably so, um, yeah, we took a bunch of pictures, and uh, we got to talk to... Thank you oh. so much to Bailey for walking us around. Okay, we're done. Okay, not... Yeah, um, Bailey was phenomenal. Brian, who we've met a few times... Super nice people. Just super, Honestly, super they're, cool. they're really just great. We just want to say thank you guys for letting us uh, come and take a look at the place before uh, find dead mice. You can find <laughs> yeah. You can you can find uh, video footage from I think like KDKA or something online. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was uh, Dave, so. David Highfield was the uh, the guy that put that together. There was a write up um, I think in the. Post Gazette as well. So. Craft Pittsburgh was there. Visit yeah. Pittsburgh was there. Breaking Brews. Our good friend Jason was there. Cans Pittsburgh. Cans Pittsburgh. We, we met in person. We're gonna have him on at some point yes, for absolutely. sure. Absolutely, that's exciting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he does the Lord's work if you're looking to buy. Beer oh in my God, he's so good. <laughs> he literally like stalks the internet for like when people are releasing shit. It's insane. Yeah, um, I do want to talk though. Uh, so one of the most exciting things about that visit was seeing the barrels already in the place. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, they have the barrel room kind of set up. There's only, like, 12 barrels in there, which, I mean, I mean, I say only, but that's still probably a lot for a brewery like Grist House who hasn't had the space. Right? So, really excited to see what they do with it. Um, they've got three levels uh, <coughs> to, to fill with beer, basically. They have a really cool... Um, design 
idea, mm-hmm. right? Um, just it, talking it about it. It seems like the, like the the actual like tap room area isn't going to be super massive, but I guess they that it was mainly to brew, so they have a lot of space, a lot of brewing space. Yes. Um, but I think they have big plans, and we're really excited to see. It doesn't seem like it's going to be soon. Uh, usable <laughs> anytime soon, but it's, it looks like they're going to be able to actually start brewing there probably in the near future. Yeah, definitely, they'll, they'll definitely be brewing before they open. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. Um, but they have a lot of work to do. They've been working pretty much around the clock since they bought the place, which took a long time from what Brian was saying. They what said, did you expect from the government? Well, <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Um, so we got a little, uh, a few little Sarah, tidbits of information. Save it for uh, our other podcast, the political one, okay? <laughs> Where you we just talk about taxation. <laughs> Wait, this is fat. episode 45, same as the current president number. Taxation is theft and tariffs dun, are dun, stupid. Dun. I'm done. All right. <laughs> Give me beer. So, um, I haven't tried this one yet. Sarah, have another beer. You're drunk. The... Uh, <laughs> No, so I'm the still bringing up, and it's horrible. The beer of choice to start the podcast is called Stunt Double from Funk. Yes, I just um, want to uh, say a quick shout out to um, my coworker Jake, who is definitely FTB um, <laughs> uh, for the boys. If you guys didn't know that, had no clue. Had no <laughs> idea. I thought it was for the brand. Like no, uh, for the boys. What's uh, his name? Close enough. What's his name? Uh, the kicker. What? The kicker. Boswell. Pat McAfee. Pat, <laughs> oh, McAfee. Pat McAfee. Yeah. His, his like, babe, there's for the brand is his <laughs> hashtag. Um, yes, no. Uh, yes, I, I'm, I'm enjoying it. But mm-hmm. yes, he, um, he's been hooking me up with uh, a lot of stuff from the eastern part of the state because I guess he has some family out there. So super cool. Quick shout out oh, to Jake. Thanks, good. thanks a lot. He doesn't know I have this podcast, and I probably won't ever tell him. Oh, <laughs> we're gonna uh, let him know for so. sure. Yeah. Um, I did tell him that we got invited to Grist House. He probably just thinks that we drink so much, which we do. Um, <laughs> he probably just thinks that we know them personally or something like that. So I'll bring it up eventually, probably. But Can't complain about that. So, yeah. Um, uh, one of my friends told her friends that we have a podcast when I was out, and I was like, please don't tell people that. <laughs> just kidding. No. We uh, we like the notoriety, and we like having these opportunities, Yeah, too. you should keep telling people. I... I keep being more and more impressed every time with how much uh, you guys are getting out there. Hey, it's... I. There's literally you're, no you're, negative you're, to you're this. You're getting a lot of notoriety for yourselves. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we, <laughs> just, we, just, we just have fun. It's fine. So, All press is good press <laughs> at the end of the day. No, this uh, is very good. This is very, very I, smooth. I, I so like it's this called, Yeah, so it's called Stunt Double. It's an Imperial Sarah, IPA. I swear to God. Um, it is 7.7% alcohol, which I said kind of sounds like a misnomer. Because I've seen single IPAs that are like seven point seven percent. Sure, I they might be commenting more on the brewing okay. the, the brewing style. The brewering, yeah. the brewering, yes, <laughs> correct. Yep. Jesus Christ, I can't it. talk today. Sorry, I've been drinking since noon. We shouldn't go uh, to Dancing Gnome before this. No, um, <laughs> no. So uh, back to Grist House, though. Um, so we talked to Brian a little bit. We talked to Bailey a lot, and they're very excited about the space that they're going to have, right? Let alone for the brew house, for the fermentation tanks, for the packaging, which is the most exciting part to me because I feel like they're going to distro a lot. Yeah. They're going to get out of Pittsburgh it's, with um, this move. Yeah, they're going to have... For sure. What size tank did he say they could possibly fit in there? Um, it would be... So it's 25 feet. They said like 150 barrel. Yeah. Which is huge. Yeah. Considering they're on a 15 barrel system right now, I think. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, I just talked to the people at... um. 
leaning cask, and they said they're on a 13-barrel system, so that's insanity. Yeah, so think about that 10 times that for... That was one of the... I think that was the most surprising thing to me was I didn't realize... Like, they must be doing very, very well if they're able to buy such a large building and expand as much as they are planning on. Like, that was... I think that was the most surprising thing to me because the place down in Millville is like... It's bigger because of the whole outdoor area, but it's not that big. No, and they, they don't brew that much beer. Right. Right? Like, the, the system that they have is pretty substantial, but it's not giant. They probably sell it's not, so much, though. Yeah. yeah. Like, think of how packed that place gets in the summer. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's, so, um, yeah, so it's, uh, some exciting things are coming out of, uh, out of Grist House. But, I mean, so they, were you going to I was going to say, my, my favorite thing... No, no, no. We're not, I'm not going to talk about that because Brian said not to. Um, <laughs> we have secrets. Yes. Anyway, okay. So everybody knows that they are um, doing something in the Millville yes. location. They've, yeah, they've been tweeting um, over the last like week or so. Pardon saying, our dust. Yeah. Uh, all that, right? So they've Big been doing that coming. for the past like week and a half. Um, so exciting things are coming, so make be on guesses. the lookout for their summer. Place your bets now. Like, it's going to be cool. Um, but my thing is they're very excited about the outdoor area for the new place. Like that was one thing that Bailey was like, Oh my God, it's going to be so super cool. Like that's something, especially because they're known for like dog friendly. They're known for very, you know, open air, you know, keep the garage doors open until the middle of December type of thing. (laughs) So that's something that I'm really excited about, but the building itself is huge. Check out our pictures on Instagram. Um, we'll yeah, we'll have them, them up. The podcast yeah, we'll have them up this week. Um, if you're in there f- during their construction phase in Millville, um, take it easy on them, okay? Because they're doing a lot of work down there. They're doing a lot of work in Collier. <laughs> it's it's insane. Like just listening to them, t- like they've already done so much, but there's still so much to do, mm-hmm. and the plans that they have, like it's very exciting. I I'm I'll be interested to see. If they're able to get it done in any like reasonable time frame, right? I'm because I, I and it's interesting that they they they're so open about it now. Like you would think mm-hmm. that like if they they would want to like have something a little bit more substantial like done. Right. But that's I mean it's cool because you got we're going to be able to see like the progress as this place goes. Yeah, so, and that was what cool. was awesome. Like we walked in and there's literally just like piles of trash everywhere. Yeah. Or, like they were not hiding just anything. Boards, they just yeah. wanted to be open to everybody. And, like, walking in, they had a cooler full of beer just sitting there, like, hey, have a beer, you know, let's walk around. We got free reign to walk around. Yeah, they were like, just go, we'll find you. It's not really... It was the weirdest... There's there's so many levels. It's so... It reminds me of a Call of Duty map, honestly. (laughs) It really does. I mean, right now. It's like the facility in GoldenEye. Like, you know, like, it's... Well, Andy, you were saying it's like a... It's it's a former uh, missile housing. uh, Missile... Missile storage. Missile launch. No, it's a uh, it's a command center. So yeah, they didn't okay. actually store any uh, weapons there. Yeah. yeah. Well, it so, had, yeah. But still. I mean, it was offices until like 2014. So. So yeah, that was another interesting thing that I heard from Brian was apparently in the 70s, I think it was decommissioned as the missile silo or the missile command center, and then they repurposed it as government um, offices. Mm-hmm. So. That was a lot of the stuff that they ripped out of there. Was be, it was just rows of cubicles, 
And so they took a lot of that stuff out. And, I mean, you could see piles of, like, electrical and, like, just phone the lines number of and wires. all that kind of like, stuff. There's just yeah, wires everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. It's <laughs> insane. But so, it was... Um, yeah, that, it was it was a super cool... Like, we were just... We were, like, floored. But so the building was... big it is, like, how... Like, it's it's so cool. It's going to be... An awesome oh, I'm, I'm so pumped. I can't wait. Yeah, like, I, I can't wait until they do, like, tours open to the public type stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, it's going to be... It really is going to be like an experience to go there, mm-hmm. which which I think you don't necessarily get with Millvel, right? right? And yeah, the one thing that they that Bailey um, like talked about is that they wanted to be as much a, a brewery as like a historical yes, like so they're saving a lot of maintaining like a lot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so they're they're they said they're trying to keep as much from the original building as possible. That and I've said this before: cool old shit is like their thing like they're collecting all the signs there's a bunch of like warning signs and like fallout shelter signs and oh, stuff like that um tech yeah <laughs> um, I, feel like no, I, to, I agree but that's like we might have to cut that out because they probably because i totally it. forgot about that yep. yeah yeah no so i've been drinking so there's a lot of cool that. aspects to the building yeah that uh you'll probably get more involved with once they open yeah um but yeah seriously like we will be there day one mm-hmm. in line to get into the place. It's going like, to be so cool. It's going to be yeah. insane. Yeah. They I have, mean, the, yeah, the only the only downside is it's kind of far, and I hate the Fort Pitt um, bridge. So, <laughs> uh, and I it just, that driving there just reminded me how much I hate that so, <laughs> so much. Um, but it's it'll be a cool, like, destination place. Yeah, but it's, it's not, not gonna, that, it's like, not, every weekend hang out there all weekend. I mean, for South Hills... Absolutely, that's great yeah. because it's going to be a huge party for them. But we're not going to get there very often. No, is what it comes right. down to. But, but it's good we'll that they're it's good that they're keeping the Millville location open, so we can still go there to get the beer. That they yeah. Have. So Bailey, if you're listening, thank you for the tour. It was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Brian as well. I'm I'm sure he's not listening to this, but <laughs> <laughs> if he is, he'll probably send some sort of angry message on Instagram like, "Hey, Bailey, I listen, you, no. Bailey, if you <laughs> want to come on the podcast whenever you want." Please yeah. let us know. No, open invite to anybody that listens if you want to come and drink beer with us. Austin <laughs> knows this to be true. Um, I can attest to that. <laughs> the only one that's taken us up on that so far. <laughs> so we did hit a second spot that day when we were out there on Tuesday. We yes. went to Helicon for mm-hmm. the first time, Alex. Yes, right? I was there for the first time. That was our second time there for me and Sarah. Um, it's, a, it's a neat place. It is, yeah. It's, it's kind of like a hole-in-the-wall type of, like, yeah. Like a VFW turned into a brewery type place. Yeah, it's like, it's it's really. I feel like they're they have like they their design is very deliberate. Like their logo is super clean. Like it's not like just a you know bummy, it's not like, like a out sketch, of someone's like, like yeah. out of someone's like base like our logo. It's right. not our logo. <laughs> but um, that's that's shade to Jake who keeps saying that he's going to redesign our logo but hasn't done it yet. I guess any of us could really do that. But true. Um, no, and then, yeah, inside's, like, very clean. They have all the tanks out, um, that you can see, all the stainless steel tanks. Yeah, it's very open. Their bar is super cool and weird, and it's just, it's, it's an interesting place. Their beer, I thought the beer was good. It's not something that I would, like, seek out, I think. Right. It it would be cool, like, it's cool that it's right next to Grist House, because they're, I mean, they're definitely going to see an upswing once, once Grist House opens up. Yeah, they're um, literally less than like a mile. It was like from five minutes. It's like yeah, a five minute like, drive from, from 
from Grist House. It's like oh, down the hill. Bad. Yeah. It's yeah. so there's Helicons at the bottom of the hill, Grist House is at the top of the hill. Like yeah. you can see one from the other. Like it's, it's cool. crazy. Yeah. Um, apparently also, side note, apparently you can see the city from the Grist House location if it's clear. That that was a fun fact that I think I heard. It was not clear yeah, on Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, it was really ever clear. It was very shitty. No. <laughs> yeah. But and I mean, it was raining, it was miserable. Lately, so. Yeah. But I mean, like, it, the inside of the building was raining. So, like, <laughs> there's, there's just water there's a lot of work down the walls. It's, to do. Yeah. So. But it's going to be so cool. Like, it's yeah. so, so cool. We're, We're so really excited it. for those guys. Um, that's. That's one of those things. Keep an eye on it. It's probably I. I would estimate maybe two years till they till the grand opening at this point. Yeah. Just because they have a ton of work to do. But if they, but they, it sounds like they've already done a lot. So right. I mean, at that pace, you know, who, who knows? knows? It might be. Yeah, it might be. Summer it could be next summer. Opening, yeah. Like, right. <laughs> whatever. But they're um, they've been nothing but super freaking cool to us. Um, yeah. As much as we bash, like sometimes the service mm-hmm. or. But their beer is always on point. Um, we had I had a chameleon while I was there. It was so good. Um, yeah, Love I had the uh, Lunatic Lighthouse, the Amber. That was good. I would put good. chameleon on on pace with Hazelnut Juice Grenade, but not uh, like not as refined, which I I kind of find refreshing sometimes. So there's that. But um, let's uh, let's move into the bulk of the episode here, right? Sure. I think sure. we're on a good transition. Thank you. Thanks so much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna grab my phone so we can get ready. I haven't taken any notes or anything. But oh, I'm me neither, but I do want this open. I'm ready just yeah. to bullshit. Um, okay, so bringing back our favorite segment. What was the the first one we was the the guy that was jaded about the craft beer industry that yeah. is apparently very involved in the craft beer industry. And is that the guy from Europe? Yep. Yeah. That we can't um, find. Um, but yes, so, this is uh, we roast articles we don't think are great. <laughs> I do want to say, so Thrillist is a online publication that is an online publication that I don't like particularly. But they do a lot of lists. They do a lot of like best of and stuff like that. Yeah, and, they're usually and wrong. I, I feel no, 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 like I get lists. That. I, yeah, I, I don't think lists should really. Be a, it's not really content, right? You're not really coming up with anything new. It's just like, hey, let's make a list of some stuff. Right. Cause, and like that's what BuzzFeed does, and all yeah. they do is like steal tweets and Reddit profit Reddit off and, of... Yeah. yeah, like, like I mean, yeah, you can see the name of the person that tweeted it, but you're not going on Twitter to find these tweets. Like, BuzzFeed. I mean, Sarah does. Unless you're I mean, being I do. I want some to DM are, them to you guys. Some of, yeah, like, some of them are, are good enough to do that, but, like, gener- like, people aren't doing that generally. No, they're not. Um, yeah, there's... Also, a, a lot of those lists end up being made just purely to stir the pot right. and try right. to be disruptive. Or to like advertise, which is yeah. the worst. Yeah. Or like, what? to advertise. Like, this oh, is sponsored yeah. by... Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, sponsored yeah. by Buffalo Wild Wings. Why Buffalo Wild Wings is Until the best the place end. in the world. Like, yeah. F off. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. so it seems like one of those, those like, on... that They just, like, got into the whole, like, it's all clickbait lists and shit that you know people are going to, like... Just scroll through and, you know. But that, so the, the other side of that is don't discredit the people that they're mentioning in those lists, right? Like, you're not, what I mean by that is there are lists for a reason and there are, the you know, like the top check-ins on Untapped and stuff like that that are, people are going to these breweries and they're drinking the shit out of these beers and they're checking them in and they're saying they're great and stuff like that. 
I'm that's what I want to say. I don't think any of these people asked to be on these lists. These no, 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 but that's what's cool, though, too. That compile whatever they think. And th- that's what the, this... It's a, the, the article that we're going to discuss tonight is an opinion piece. Sure. Purely opinion. Like, I, there's very few, if any, like, facts or figures that go to support any of these things. Um... But yeah, um, and this is, again, like, this isn't a personal attack. We're not trying to personally attack this journalist because no. everyone has to make a, a dollar. Yeah. We all know this. We, we just, think just that don't this... agree with a lot of the statements. What was the said. date that this was posted? This was published on uh, February 7th, so it's been of about a week. 2019. 2019. Not, not like 2015. Okay, so yeah, we're, it's we're called, trying to yeah, be as so, current with this as yeah, possible. So the, the article is called Nine Craft Beer Trends You'll Be Tired Of in 2019. We did tweet about it, um, so if you go back uh, sometime this week, we did. I'll post the link anyway. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll link it so you guys can read it. And If you think we're dead wrong, please just tell us. We I love fight you. Tell us. <laughs> Sarah, have another beer. God damn it, you're so drunk. Just kidding. Just kidding. She has been drinking all day though. So so but but the other side, okay, so just to just to wrap on my thought on this. So the the people that get mentioned in these articles that retweet them and say, Oh, this is you know, this is awesome that we got mentioned in this list and stuff mm-hmm. like that, like don't hate them. Hate uh, hate what the content is. Like yeah. read it and take it for what it is, and really like learn something from it. Because these these nine things that you're going to be annoyed with were uh, annoying twenty four months ago. Like right. we're talking two years ago. This is the stuff that people were talking about. Like yeah, and it's they're happening. well behind the time. And clear, like cl- a lot of these things, like a lot of them aren't going away. No, right. Right. no, and that's the other side. Of it. It'll, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's okay. Yeah, let's. Just, so I, I think it's time to get in. Yeah, let's just run. through so, yeah, so anyway. there's a couple of them. Again, that we don't this really is need called. To talk about. Again, this is called nine craft beer trends you'll be tired of in 2019. Um, I think even the first few like intro paragraphs, like I had, I had issues with just the tone that they're taking. It's very like, and it's, it. It reminds me a lot of the other article that we read. I forget what that was called, but yeah. it it's it, it seems like people are putting so much <laughs> emphasis on like on beers like just being new, and that everyone just wants new shit, and everyone is just like, I want something new. I don't want to have something that's consistently good. Like, and I I think that is just such a flawed way of looking at it. Everything right. new is better. Right, mm-hmm. new is Jumbo, always better. Jumbo Jim's grape scotch. <laughs> So that your mother yeah, it, and it's uh, it's infuriating. It really is. It it, it just like I'm gonna, let me just read it in an excerpt from this. Um, so it says, fast forward to the present. It, it was talking about the history of IPAs for a hot sec. Um, IPAs aren't just the norm; they come in more flavors and varieties than Skittles, which I think that's a horrible metaphor because Skittles has like five flavors. Right. Yeah. So first off, get a new metaphor. Yeah. Um, craft beer, so, yeah, like, craft beer is a powerhouse so the world fire. over as it has evolved. So did trends. Uh, once just having a stout was enough to raise eyebrows. I don't really think that's I true think either. Guinness will um, argue with you. I'll, you know what? As a matter of fact, I'll kind of agree with that just okay. because dead sleep, Mm-hmm. Or I'm I'm not uh, not dead sleep. I mean black clouds. Yeah, was one of the first stouts that Dancing Gnome did. Yeah, and everybody was like, "Whoa, this is so fucking great! Oh my god, I need to have more!" Like, I, I think that, but but, but that uh, it, I don't really see the point of saying that because 
they it's not really like stouts are so weird. It's just weird that they did one because they're yes. so they make so because many IPAs. They do right. IPAs. So yeah. it's not like stouts are are odd. It's just odd that Dancing Gnome did a stout. Yeah, I mean right. stout is one of the oldest beer styles. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, so like, you guys brewed a decent stout, like Porter. Porter, sorry. The port, yeah, the porter was good. Same yeah, the porter right. was palatable. Like it's I mean, not new. No, it's not. How long has fucking Guinness been around? Right, it's not like, a new concept. They've like, been around since maybe like the 1700s. People, yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. So then it says, now those stouts need to pack an entire scoop shop's worth of flavor and glow in the dark in order to turn heads. I, I just don't think that's true. No, I mean, glow in the no. glow in the dark beers do turn heads. That's just disgusting. Well, yeah. <laughs> but, and the fr- like that's the first, the the, the even like even the first thing that they mention in this article of like a trend that's like you're it's gonna get so sick far of beyond is so oh like I, this is this can't be common it's, anywhere. Maybe like two places did it. So the first one is glitter beer. And honestly, if you're sitting out there and you're listening to this right now, please tell me if you've ever seen a glitter beer. I had never heard of it. How long have we been doing this podcast? How long have I been drinking craft beer? I've never fucking heard of a glitter beer. Right. I've heard of one. Someone I follow on Twitter had one sent to her. Okay. First mm-hmm. and last I've ever heard of. No one does them. Yeah, no. I, I, you like, don't really hear, like, no one breweries are like, oh, yeah, we're, we're going to throw Goldschlager barrels. I think know, that, like, I honestly think no that if, like, if it was a trend, we would have heard about it on Hop Culture. Because they have their finger on the pulse of everything that is craft beer. <laughs> right. And I've never heard them talk about it at all. No. So maybe, like, I don't know where this person just yeah, like, writing from. Yeah, that. like, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's not a trend. If two people are doing it and no one knows about it, that's not a trend. And if it's a if it's a trend that's gonna die, it's already dead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it never like, even it got never off died. the ground. <laughs> right. You, you can't be tired of something that you you never were you into never in had. the first place. Yeah. Right. It's not like the brute IPA where they're now starting to like fruit them and like <laughs> adjuncts to a brute. You know, like. And that style's interesting because they they completely like someone just invented a different way to brew. Like they yeah. started using wine yeast or some shit like that. Like right. Or yeah, like. That's di- like just dumping glitter in a beer. First off, is stupid. Actually, it's one of the gayest things I've ever heard, and I want to try it. <laughs> but so, like, if I ever saw one, yes, I would go for it. But right. like, no like, one's doing this. No it, one's yeah. doing this. I that's like that enough was like I wanted to throw the entire article in the trash after just reading that. That's like, the first one. Though. That's the what first I'm saying. That is why wouldn't you say one. that? Why wouldn't you say that until the end? Like and that, right. like, yeah, like, or, like start with like your like, strongest. Like or, or, you're like okay, this is a really good argument that we have. I because feel like these it's are all just like actually going on. Some of the stuff, yeah. Some of the stuff I feel like is almost there. Like it could okay, be a well, thing. Let's keep rolling then. Yeah. What's okay. the next one? Number two. <sighs> okay. So this goes back to the the beginning paragraphs that I was talking about. Um, it says pathological obsession with newness, and we've talked about this time and time again. Mm-hmm. We talked about it at length when we discussed the other article that infuriated us about a month ago or so. We also um, kind of hit on this with Trevor last week. Yeah, and right? we had yeah we and we had a flagship discussion. Yeah. me and you. Um, so yeah, so th- like that's their their argument is that like it, before twenty twelve it says before twenty twelve every brewery had a flagship beer, and this is the type of beer you hang your hat on, and it's just like like something you can always get that you know is going to be good. Twenty twelve might as well be nineteen seventy when yeah. it comes to beer too it's because yeah. it changes especially if you're so talking about much. the craft brewery industry yes. in particular like it's yeah. yeah there really wasn't 
a big market for craft beer until around 2012. Right? Like, that's when this all kind of started. Well, well, but but that's, to your point, the examples that they give are are Sam Adams as their Boston Lager. Like, like, come on, those are... New Belgium, Fat Tire. Like, those are tired because people found better shit. Like yeah. and it's not even that they're bad. They're not bad. They're not bad. But it's it's the fact and it's, that you I can think find those something better now. And right? you can find like, something better locally. Locally, mm-hmm. yeah. And you can support people who are in who, your neighborhood. Grew their businesses yeah. from nothing. Like yeah. it's not you're not going to support these if if they aren't a part of AB InBev or any of these big players. Like they're big enough that everyone's like, okay, you know, whatever. Like let's move on. And well, and they, and they said something at the the end of that um, that argument that they were trying to make was was saying that not having flagship beers is hurting the industry as a whole, which I, seems ridiculous. People are going to buy beer. Like, yeah. The, okay. This, this, like, I, I was, ju- I was like, just, I'm glad you brought that up because that's literally, that was the biggest, the, that was the, the thing I had the most problem with is it's like, if it is, then like support that with a number. Like, there's no possible way for you to know that people aren't buying flagship beers. Like, unless you're tracking people's, like, spending and what they're buying. Like, I'm sure you could do that, but no one's really tracking. No one's no one's keeping tabs on the beer. And, I mean, well, maybe also, the bigger players, but, but like. Also, so, I think that's that was more where my question is, is, like, who who is the quote-unquote industry that we're talking about? Because if you're saying that um, people buying more of these one-offs from craft brewers is hurting the uh, Budweiser's and Miller's of the world. Okay, I I can live with that. I don't give a shit. Like, right. Yeah. Like, good right. Like, like, like that. That's why they're trying to buy can... up these craft breweries is because they're actually turning a profit. Right. And that's like so you can look at other industries and not have that same opinion. Right. Like you look at uh, like nobody's going to go out and say, oh, cricket is better than Verizon because <laughs> they're cheaper. Like but I can't make a phone call in my house. Like that kind of thing. You know, it's, it's the same idea. Like I can't make a phone call at the store, <laughs> right? but that's what I'm saying. Like, there's no real argument there because this industry is not like everybody else, right? This industry is so volatile. Th- that's like so... that. That is just an opinion, right? With that's not based in any facts. And if you want to say that's fine to say, yeah. if you have numbers to support it, right? But like where are you okay, getting twenty three percent of beer sales in America is craft beer, and five years ago, it was fifteen percent. Right. That's not a bad argument to make. Then you're you're basically like you're bumping up the idea that these independent people that are working their asses off every day are making better products. Right. Right. Like there's not a, there's no real reason to say that because these flagship beers that are getting hurt by craft beer are from the bigger players that just aren't, that aren't keeping up with the industry. That, that seems like such an irresponsible thing to say. If you're intimately involved in the craft beer industry, like you know that that doesn't matter. Right. Like if, One thing, if, like, unless you, I don't know. I mean, one thing that I did want to point out in this kind of conversation is Sierra Nevada. 
of all people. Like, they are basically big beer, right? Like, yeah. I don't know who At owns them. Point, yeah. But Pale Ale is one of the, like, go-tos. Like, you, you hear Sierra Nevada Pale Ale, and you know exactly the can. You can picture it in your head. Mm-hmm. You know that it's that light green color, and you can pick it out on a, a tap list full of weird, you know, handles and, you know, stuff that you've never seen before. They're doing a barrel-aged porter. They're doing a gin barrel-aged Brute IPA. Like, they're doing stuff that people in the craft, like the small local industry, have been doing for years now. Yeah. They're finally just catching up right. now. Right. Because and they know that's where the industry is going. Exactly. And but if they're you're smart enough to say, hey, you know what? Our products are still good. Yeah. Let's make them better. Yeah. That's the real thing. Like, and, there's I, no- and I'm going to go back to what I, I've said, I think, probably every single episode over the last, like, month. You can't exist as a brewery without a, a flagship beer, without a beer that gets people onto you. Like, you might not make it all the time. And I, how many? I've said this so many fucking times, but I don't think people understand that. Clearly, they don't. No. You're not going to survive if you're just doing weird one-off shit. Like... Hitchhiker didn't just start making beers with fucking cocoa puffs and shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> they had to make something standard, something consistent, and they still do. Yeah. Maybe they don't have it all the time. Right. It's not, it's and a I rotating, think I was, like. I was saying, I think it's just the way people are defining flagship. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you don't have one beer necessarily, if you're a craft brewer at least, that's accounting for a majority of your sales. Right. Which that's, I think is what I was taking <laughs> their, you know, definition of a. Flagship. of a flagship to be and I mean I'll agree that doesn't exist anymore but you don't need that and, and just, people don't want that and just right. the examples that they used it like those are old like old favorites like those are like yes those are flagships because they make it all the time because that's where they sell the most but that's not what the that's not what well, craft beer is right yeah. that's anymore. if you're going to Chili's yeah. and you don't want a Miller Lite right you get a Sierra Nevada Pale yeah like exactly or right. you if you're going out to another bar you're you're going to get Local stuff first. Well, and, and right. you were you were mentioning how the that Sierra Nevada, the pale ale, the Sierra Nevada as a whole is kind of like adapted and and refined their recipe as as they've gone, and especially with their other secondary beers. But like Sam Adams, the other one that they mentioned in the article, um, was always my dad's favorite like go to beer. You know, if price doesn't matter, that's the beer he wanted. And as soon as they took it and expanded. Uh, they're brewing and, you know, they moved out of doing it just in Boston and they're doing it different locations across the country. The quality went down. And so that's like not his favorite beer anymore. It was 20, 30 years ago. Yeah. But you, you need to stick with the time and update your SP. And a, a lot of these bigger breweries that we think of as, as being the go-to beers don't necessarily do that because they're just kind of stuck in. Where I think the quality has gone down as they've gotten bigger. Mm-hmm. Right, but like scaling up scaling up is different than mass producing. Right. Right. Yeah. So scaling up is one thing. And but we still, see that with but like, we see that with places that are craft beer, that are the pinnacle of craft right. beer. Trillium, Treehouse, uh, Main Brewing, or Main Beer Co. Like they are the big players in a small pond, but then you get into like stone. And I'll be honest, if I pick up a Stone IPA and it doesn't taste right to me, then I know that I got a bad bottle, not that I got a bad beer. Okay. Right? Like, that's that's the other side of it. So, 
there's there's a way to do it correctly yeah. and there's a way to do it too fast. Yes. Right. And yeah. I think and if you what you're talking about and correct me if I'm wrong, I'm thinking that what you're talking about is when the transition from somewhat local to a much more produced beer came in, (coughs) then there was a problem and they've since corrected it. Because honestly, like I can drink a Boston lager in Permanis in Southside and I can drink a Boston lager in Boston and it's going to be the same now. I think it's probably, they've probably adjusted so that it tastes the same regardless of where you are. But I'm not sure that they've gotten quite back to the quality that they had when they were yeah, and, that, and, that, and that's, that's that's an issue with a, a, a individual. That's a that's a case by case thing. If you right. if you can't keep it consistent and expand, then you're not going to survive. And there's how many fucking small breweries that are coming up that are ready and willing to take your place? Like, you know, it's just the way it goes. It's just the nature of the business. Like, you have to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you're like, right. You have I'm, to. You you have to you have to keep up with it and yeah. like. You, I don't care if you, if you don't like, if it doesn't matter if you don't think the the industry should go that way. That's just the way it is. And if you can't adapt to something like that, then you're it's, done. Yeah, and, it's, and not that's, on, it's, it's, it's not on. It's not on the industry. It's on you. Yeah, exactly. That's that like point, then right? it's like you know if you're if you're sick of it, then get out. Like I said, there's so many yeah. other places. Like this is like it. It angers me that that people are saying, oh, it's like. It's like, oh, I just wish things were the way they used to be. That's um, stupid. Yeah, or we, yeah, maybe we uh, women wouldn't be able to vote if things weren't the way they used to be, and there <laughs> right, would still fine. be slavery inside. I know that's a really dramatic. That, that I mean, but okay, let's let's pump we're, yeah, so we're gonna, we, went, we went from a two to an eight to a yes. ten. Yeah. That's <laughs> really that's fat. what I do. Right. If you listen to this podcast at all, that's the those are the <laughs> no. But you're right. You're right. Like it, things cannot stay the same. Yeah. Right. And they're not going ever, to. Ever. And it's not the industry's not going to slow down because you get annoyed that everyone wants new shit. Right. But it still has to be good. Exactly. And that's one thing that I will say about that is Evil Twin, I think, does it the best. Because they release <laughs> the same beers over Speaking and over of the again. Evil Twin. Yeah, right. <laughs> Evil Twin, I think, really has like they release the same beers over and over again. And they're always consistent. But they're a nomadic brewer. They don't have their own spot that they just brew out of all the time. So, like, I get that they probably have a, a consistent space now. But back in, you know, 2012, 2013, you know, that, that kind of range, they were, they were making maybe three or four beers that were distributed amongst their, you know, coverage area. And you got those beers, and they were great, like uh, Molotov Cocktail and, you know, all the Molotov series – um, were like one of the first to really get out there and they still push the envelope and, and they do beers with decadent. They do beers with, uh, with, uh, Westbrook and like all these other places that they collab with. And it's crazy to see the consistency, right? Like if you're good at something, you're going to do it well. So it doesn't necessarily have to be the same thing every time. Mm-hmm. Right. That's, and that's what we're seeing. I think, one of my favorites in general is Treehouse, but Trillium does their stuff consistently across the board. Like mm-hmm. everything that I've had from Treehouse has been very good, but it's all very different. With Trillium, that stuff is very nuanced. It's all, yeah. It all kind of tastes the same, mm-hmm. and I hate to say it like that because they do 
really focus on the recipes and they, they mass produce this stuff to, to sell it as much as possible. But I feel like it's much more um, focused on being different from the last one, but yeah. not drastic, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. So that's something that with those two breweries, they're, I mean, obviously like they're very similar in style. They do a lot of new England style IPAs. They do a lot of hazy and stuff like that. But I mean, I've had stouts from Treehouse that are incredible. I've had stouts from Trillium that might be the best beer I've ever drank. You know, that's, I don't know really where I was going with that. That's <laughs> no, yeah, no, that, I, right. I think that, that like the number the three newness isn't going away. And, no. um, I just don't think that argument, one the, the whole newness thing and, and the one-offs I think we're going to get into even even more as we, as yeah. we get down this list <laughs> yeah. but but you're right like the so yeah being consistent with being good at what you do is totally different than just pumping out new stuff all the time yes right so yeah you might have a standby like uh, what was the one cutting tiles is the one that uh, Trillium does that is they do single hop variants of it. Mm-hmm. So they do galaxy cutting tiles. They do citra cutting tiles. They do mosaic cutting tiles. Like they're all the same base beer with just different hop. Oh, that's cool. Bills, right? And so what they do, like the original one is just, this is the beer. And it has a hop bill that is, um, you know, a mix of some. And then they do individual ones. And they're all sought after because it's everybody recognizes the name cutting tiles and they go oh man I need to have that beer but it might be a hop that you're not really familiar with or you don't know what the what it tastes like on its own so like Simcoe is one that I feel like stands out with hops mm-hmm. and you can really tell when you're drinking something that has Simcoe in it versus like Citra where you get a lot of breweries that are doing citra beers but it's always like citra and simcoe or Mm -hmm. citra and strata or you know like blending those kind of hops together so being able to pick out like individual stuff that's new it's a different kind of beer it's not the same beer over and over again but it's the same build it's it's building on what you know right right so and i mean like it all these hops are being created and like oh my and, God, and I know. produced and stuff and like that, super that's, exciting it's, I love it's very, yeah and that's <laughs> exciting and i like it you want it to be new because you want to try stuff that you never had you want to see what people can actually create with these hops so anyway yeah that was oh my uh, god that was i'm sorry i just had to yeah um, so we are uh, drinking super a, sap. a super sap uh <laughs> shout out to my supervisor at work for uh kindly gifting me uh three treehouse beers i had a julius the other night that i posted about on the uh on the Instagram, that was phenomenal. The weekly review. Thank you guys for reading it. Yes, thank you for uh, giving us good feedback. Um, someone commented, uh, and it was like a self-plug? Yes. yes. <laughs> no, and I wanted to and respond. Honestly, but... that's hilarious to me because it's just, I thought that was just so fucking funny. Like, <laughs> it was so I'm like, stupid, I'm like, it's like, like you, we have 200 followers, bitch. Like, go on like a fucking, uh, like a, an Instagram model and do that shit. Like, right. why are like, you doing it on a local beer podcast? It just said, but avant-garde hey. is the best or something like that. Right. Like, it was so stupid. I don't know. How do, yeah. I don't know how they fight. Avant-garde is the best. I don't know how they, yeah. That's I mean, right. that's <laughs> fucking hilarious. And I, I am, I hope it, I, yeah, like I want to meet the person that posted that because right. I just think it's funny. All right. Uh, uh, so number three, uh, <laughs> Crowlers. Okay. 
you're fucking stupid if you think that crowlers are going. Anywhere. So I think their biggest, um, I their biggest. Hate this one. So I think yeah. what they focus on a lot in this one isn't even necessarily crowlers. Like they start, they go into talking about um, crowlers as a method to trade and ship beers, which is a very big thing that we're not super into. Right. Um, we have said before that we would rather go and have something fresh at a local brewery, and we've been to places and we don't really feel like we're missing out on like the newest thing from Treehouse and stuff. And we have it every once in a while. And that's, it's nice. I think it's a big thing. The further South you go. Cause I was talking to, um, one of the guys in line at dancing them and the answer of all places only does crowlers mm. to go. Mm. They don't do growlers. I think I did know. I think I did know that. Yeah. But, their, I mean, their that's sour like, series, they want you to drink it fresh. Right. And one way to con- to really like lock, to lock that in that, yeah, to combat is with crowd trading. Yeah. So, but the thing is, People they are, are still, starting to can now too. Yeah. So it's a give and take, right? Yeah. I, and, and yeah, like you can ship those. Um, I just don't think that, I mean, and they said like, oh, like when it gets shipped around, like, probably going to taste like cardboard when you get it. And like, that's the risk you take if you're going to, if you're going to do the whole shipping thing. Right. Because you're not drinking it fresh. It's not temperature controlled. So that's not really on the brewery, the brewery at all. It's like, it's the people that are choosing to do that. I just don't understand that argument. Like, and like how many times do we go places and like, I, I don't have a growler and if they have crawlers, like, Sick. That's awesome. Like, yeah, because they're not upcharging you for the glass. They're not upcharging yeah. you to buy the the can that it comes in. They're just selling you the beer at a thirty two ounce rate. Right. Perfect. Awesome. That's, and uh, four points. We went down there a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Awesome brewery. They don't can. I didn't have a growler with us. Why the hell would I spend, you know, five dollars on a growler that's going to sit in my basement and collect dust? I've spent as much as like I think I spent like thirty five dollars one time because I didn't have a growler and I wanted to take something home and it was like ten dollars for the growler and twenty five for the fill. Like mm-hmm. that shit's insane. Yeah. So I think it's a cool concept, and I and it's, it's just cheap for take, breweries. Just take out the whole argument about I'm getting really I'm getting really heated about this this article. <laughs> it's fine. I like just take out the whole beer trading thing because that's its own separate thing. It's right. not like I would say most people aren't buying crawlers to, to, to ship them. No. Like I feel like it's more common to, to do cans. And even at that, it's again, it's your own risk. Yeah, like if you right. get something that's bad, it's because you you bought something from someone in fucking Colorado and it took two weeks to ship and it's been warm. It's it's getting shipped on a truck. You don't know how it's being treated. Right. It's probably getting warm, shaken cold, around. thrown around. Like, yeah. That's that's not an argument for the reason crawlers shouldn't exist anymore. And they, at the end of it, they say, and this is like the funniest fucking thing to me, because they say, they're probably not going anywhere, and they have their uses, but that doesn't mean we need to like them. It doesn't mean we need that to completely like them. Negates, need to like that completely you. negates your, like, your whole argument. It's just like, this is just my opinion, and that's it. I don't want to oh, so like stupid. them. Like that, that, that's not a, like if you're, <laughs> that's not an argument. That's like, that's you just being a, a little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like either, either stand by your convictions or not. Right. That's exactly. It. Don't say like, like, Oh, it's just my opinion. Yeah. Like give me oh, facts. Don't take this to heart figures. because like, I don't really know what I'm talking about. And like it's this article, like it, it's like 
I mean, we probably shouldn't be. I shouldn't be getting as wild up about this article because it's just a stupid. When was the last time magazine. you bought a Crowler? Um, I think it was probably from Hitchhiker, right? Um, or no, actually, probably Cinderlands. Okay, which I like to do because I like they they don't do growler fills and they don't really can that much, right? And some of the stuff I like a lot, and it's like two beers, and it's so easy to drink. Like, yeah, I got one for a friend, yeah, or, or you know, like, take it to a party. Like, no big deal. Right. Yeah. And it's it's cheap. Like, they're usually, like, 10 bucks, which, I mean, isn't, like, super cheap. But, like, you know, I mean, who cares? Like, I want to, like, sometimes I just want to take something home because I don't really have cans all that often. You know, we drink a lot, so. <laughs> right. Um, um, I, yeah, that that's just, <laughs> that just seems stupid because it's it's easier. It's just easier to, to yeah. do that instead of, like, the whole growl and, like, having to store all the glassware for the growlers and stuff like that. Like, it's it's just... I just I, I just don't like that argument. <laughs> yeah, um, Austin, and that's just my opinion. Do you use any sort of? <laughs> 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 Fuck off. Do you? And that's my opinion. We don't have to like them. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you? Do you generally like take beer home from places? Or I, I mean, I, I don't because I don't I don't go to that many um, you know a, as many tap rooms as I kind of wish that I that I would but I do love the concept of yeah. a crowler the kind of like you guys were saying the the growler is just too much sometimes um, one point that I thought was interesting and not necessarily accurate but uh, that the article was making was um, the effect that um, the effect that putting the beer in the growler would have on the taste sure which yeah. is which is fair that if if the taste is actually going to be altered, then that that's a an actual issue. But if you're drinking it in the next day or two, and and what I would generally be uh, getting a crowler for is either like I'm gonna share it with a bunch of people, or I'm gonna pour myself a beer, put it back in the fridge, and then I'm gonna pour myself another beer when I'm done. Like it's not gonna be sitting out on the table, getting warm as I'm drinking one beer, then the second and the third. Yeah. Right. Everyone's very open about how long they actually last. Like. Everyone knows that when you're pouring them into, and that that's another problem I find with this article is that they think it, it they they're just like assuming that everyone's an idiot and they're just gonna keep these things for for weeks and then try them. Like everyone know, like they're like people are everyone at these places is really cool and like if you ask them they'll be honest. Like it they you shouldn't keep a growler more than like two days because yeah, it's gonna go bad. Yeah, they're like, not trying to dupe you out of anything. No. And that's the thing. Like, you want your product to be the best product. Right. Right? And most brewers will tell you that before they even pour the beer. Right? Like, if you're if you're sitting there at the brewery and, and you're like, hey, how long has this been on tap? They're gonna say, oh, it's been a week. Mm-hmm. But keg beer is different from canned beer is different from crowlers and growlers. Like, the thing with crowlers that I like is that they have a longer shelf life than growlers in most cases because it's sealed, it's compressed, it's it's mm-hmm. not just somebody twisting a cap on. You're actually sealing that can. Yeah. And so you might be able to keep it for a week or a week and a half and it not go bad. But once it's open, you're drinking that right, growler. Right. Like that's mm-hmm. That would probably be a better argument for not having a growler than anything. Is that people misuse it. Right, because... If I have a crowler, there's no chance that I'm saving it for the next day once it's open. Right. Like, once it's open, that beer is being drank. And, and to it. your point a moment ago, they, the, the brewery, they don't want you doing that anyways. They, they would beers. much rather have beers. 
they it's would two, much beers. two or four beers. It's two or four beers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's not that much to drink. No, it's really the, not. And the, if you're d- then just don't get it if you're not going to drink it all. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. <laughs> I was just I was just saying that the brewery would much every brewery in their right mind would much rather have a satisfied customer who's going to come back and buy more of their product later. Yes. Than than just getting a bad product out the door quick for a one time hit like yeah. that's not what anybody is in this business looking to do. There's exactly. so much there's so much assuming that is going on in this article. Like yes. they think everyone's an <laughs> idiot. They do, and it, it's kind of insulting. Yeah, to think that people are dumb enough to like everyone. Is Some very, people are. They I mean they are obviously. <laughs> but I mean, they're that's, outliers. That's with everything. You know, like obviously there's going to be those people that don't really, you know, whatever. So, um, Next. yeah, so that's the, that's the crowd. So number this four. is a, yeah, number four, <laughs> Sell out this is another big one. These are, <laughs> these are turning into way more than I was expecting. Yeah, I was hoping but I had a lot like of five minutes. Per yeah. I think I'm kind of just reciting <laughs> what just I had. Really pissed about this. Yeah. I mean, we knew this was going to happen. We were yeah. going to do another article that, we, that no, no, was no. very irresponsible, well, we're not getting but we can't, there's no way later. we have time to yeah. do this, <laughs> which you'll have to come back for that one. Pissed and loud. Oh, yes. Jake will be on if you want to come back next week. So, <laughs> yeah. um, all right. So the next one is, this is probably like the, the big one. Yeah. Um, the one that I got the most upset about is, it's called sellout culture. Sellout in air quotes. Um, and it's, quotes. yeah, well. Yeah, in actual quotes. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah, in right. in yeah, text sorry. quotes. I'm here to be pedantic. Sarah's, yeah, Sarah's, Shallow Sarah's and here. Pedantic. If you ever need help yes. editing Shallow anything that you write, <laughs> give it to Sarah. Send it to me. Right. We could set up a Venmo. Account. I mean, I mean the 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 real Private simple Snapchat. the real simple thing to say about this this one is supply and demand. Like, right. come on! Like, this is such a basic concept. Oh my god! It's How so are you gonna? Cre- oh my goodness! I would make a political comment, but I won't. Don't, don't. You have to save it. That's our entire other podcast, Sarah. You know this. The, we don't actually have another podcast. This is enough. <laughs> We can only I can only sit here and complain about things so much. Just getting I can do it it's, all the time. It's the political recap. <laughs> is, the political is our other. <laughs> oh my god! Roundtable discussions oh about god. hot t- hot button issues. Um, yeah. I, so the sister pod. So yes. I'm gonna read the second paragraph. Um, oh, just. Go I'm ahead. gonna read it yeah. and then we can talk about it. Okay. So. So it, it talks a little bit about, um, well, it talks about Portugal the man, and, you know, say what you want. I don't know why they have to call out Portugal the man. Like, who, what, what did they ever do to anyone? If you like I their music, if you like, all, yeah, so. if you like their music, cool. If you don't, like, don't call out Portugal the man. Who are you? <laughs> I, that's a, that's a, that's, this is a side note. I hate when people, like, get mad about, like, other people's music tastes. It's right. like, you know people like different things, right? That's a very basic concept. No, it's not. No, it's like, I'm gonna get mad because you don't like this band that I like. Like, that's so uh, childish. Oh, my God. Okay, so, um, it's, uh, it starts except off... Except country. Fuck country. Okay, see, that's oh. what I'm saying. This, this, that's, that's the kind of... That, that's the opinion don't, that I Don't hate. alienate your listeners. I'm just kidding. I'm yeah. just kidding. We, it, it's I, beer. I, I take it back. It is beer, by the way. Wait, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, so it says, on the other end, <laughs> the minute a brewery sees a modicum of success... I hate that word. Modicum. Former fans cry foul. Just because a brewery has expanded its distribution to a wider audience or opened a larger production facility... Doesn't mean that the founders have suddenly become corporate shills. It means your neighborhood brewery that you loved five minutes prior is becoming successful and bringing better beer to more people. If that's selling out, maybe it's a good thing. Um, And it goes on to say, we talked to an old school brewer who said, 
the minute they stopped delivering each and every keg to local bars by bike, people started crying foul and saying that they had, I don't know, that they, they'd sold out. Who puts a keg on a bike and does yeah. it fall over? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's, first off, dangerous. I don't know why Very you would dangerous. ever want people to be transporting anything by bike. Pretty much doing anything by bike unless you're in the woods or some shit. Right, like, like it's not like... I, I think th- this, is another, this is another one that I was like, they think people are dumb. <laughs> yeah. They think people think as soon as someone expands that it's it's like they're they're selling out to big beer which is the so yeah. insulting to right. think that people would like they're expanding because they're successful yeah. not because big beer is involved at all and that's like uh but i mean you see that with some of the west coast breweries that are super huge now right like stone Lagunitas, ballast point right. like some of them are big beer don't get me wrong like some of them got bought out and ballast point yeah, Ballast, Ballast Point, Point yeah. Lagunitas. Right. Yeah. Um, but the other side of that is there's there's the guy that fights for the little guy like Stone. And they want to see their friends succeed. They do collaborations all the fucking time with these tiny little hole-in-the-wall places just to say that they did it. Yeah, like, like I'm, I'm sure there there's definitely people out there who, who do get kind of, like, annoyed at, like, oh, this used to be mine and, like, now it's everyone. Like, like... But I would say I would argue there are more people that that have the opposite uh, mentality where they love being, especially people who are into craft brewery where they're all like hipsters. Fuck. I mean that, that's a, You're significant, not wrong. You're not a wrong. significant portion of the the population we're talking about here. But people love saying like, "Oh no, I was with them from day one." Like when right. they when they were just my little hometown brewery, like. And now they've made it big, and everybody knows them on the opposite coast. Like, like this beer before it was popular. Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. And it, it happens all the time. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, though, you can't fault Andrew from Dancing Gnome for wanting to expand or make better beer or make different beer. Like, if if you expand, not only am I going to hug you. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm going to high you, five you. Like, and I'm you say, should. Hey, this is you should great. never. I'm tell all my like. Friends. I don't know who would ever think that, oh, they're they're going to be big beer, so I'm not going to do it anymore. They're going to have more access to different styles, to different brewing processes and stuff like that. So they're only going to, like, it's only, I mean, it might not get better, but, like, these people know what they're doing. They're not going to expand unless they think that it's going to be successful. Right. And if it's not, that's that's sad. And they're never going to put out a shitty product. Right. That's especially what comes the ones down that we. Yeah. Especially the ones that we know. We right. like we put that faith into them because they've built a steady like, they've built a good foundation of of good beer. Like the flagship beers that they make. Right. Because you had to get someone in there somehow. Mm-hmm. Um. It, it's just it, it's so it's just such a shitty argument that that people that you would actually think that people would like be as dumb to think that oh it's just so dumb it's just yeah. a stupid argument <laughs> do you feel strongly about this one out no not at all <laughs> but it's like it's like and it, it's it's at the end of this one they say it's total bullshit and needs to stop what do you what do you mean by that yeah, what needs to stop? Why are you getting like, angry? People getting better at Why are you fact? getting angry? <laughs> Why are you getting so damn angry about stuff that... 
I just don't think these people like know as much about the craft beer industry as you would think they would. And like, right. I don't, I don't pretend to know about we don't know this a lot shit at all. We like, do talk we're very minimal. Okay, we just but, talk but, but we t- and we talk, yeah, we, and like we, we're very open about not knowing that much. So, and we say if you have a problem with something that we say, anyone that listens, tell to us, to please fuck tell off. us. Yeah. Like, hey, like we, we talked about this earlier though with the the way that a lot of these uh, these online publications are kind of like commissioned, if you will, is like. They don't necessarily know what they're talking about, anyways. Right. They're, That's it's the it's thing. a like, boss you, telling them something. They're just cranking out shit, so it right. doesn't. Yeah. Like, they like, don't uh, have to do research because people are just going to read it because it's something quick. It's it's, it's something remind, that you're like remind, either going to like. This or is dislike. a two minute read that we've turned into an hour conversation. Yeah, like yeah. we're I mean, we're on this for forty five minutes now. We're only on step four. But I just think nine. I think it's <laughs> I kind of think it's irresponsible writing. It reminds it, it doesn't but, like this. Like if if no one if someone doesn't know about the craft beer industry and they read this shit, they're going to be like, oh my god, that's so dumb. Why would anyone like? Why would anyone go to these places if they're going to sell right, out? The bashing. Gonna, I yeah, mean, like, this this reminds me of those YouTube uh, channels that that gloat about how they put out new videos every day. Right. Like, that, you can't possibly put out that much good who content. Gi- who gives we a shit about... We don't. We, yeah, put it, yeah. we put out a podcast every <laughs> single week, and some of them aren't Suck. good. I don't, some I don't, of them aren't good. We don't have that much to talk I don't, about. But, I don't care about the volume of your content. I care about the quality. Right. And and if you're diluting it so much, like the, which I think is what, what they've done here. But, exactly. But we're going to keep that's, bitching about it. Right. Oh, absolutely. For sure. But Alex, <laughs> Alex made a very good point, though, that the people on the outside are seeing this and they're going, oh, my God, if that brewery does that, then why would I even bother going mm-hmm. there? You're not building the culture up. You're breaking right. it down. And that's... And I think that's what my point to talking about this article is, is that most of this stuff is fucking bullshit, mm-hmm. and it's not going on. You're currently. saying you're saying sellout culture is bullshit. I think your reporting on this topic is bullshit. Yes, I because think it's, it's not it's not doing. Any, if you're actually passionate about the craft beer industry and you you have actual concerns, give me figures. Right. I need facts. But you, you can't also just need pull, put out. Your opinions for again. I feel like this is a commentary on this podcast as a yeah. whole, which we understand and we can see that. And if anyone has a problem with what we're doing here, we're just going to keep doing it. Um, so if you have, <laughs> so no, fuck off. No, no, no. That's not. No, I was gonna. I, I there was a continuing part. Oh, of that. So, so I was gonna end it and improve. say like, yeah, like let us know because we're we're open to criticism. Like yeah. we aren't perfect and we have we have bad opinions too. Everyone has shitty is, opinions. We're we're not friends with everybody either, right? So like, but. We go to these places, right, um, and I, I'll be the first to say it, that some of these places we don't have an enjoyable experience. We're going to talk about it. Today, I went to 11th Hour for the first time in a year and a half and didn't like their beer for a long time. And we, and Sarah and I got three, she got two smaller pours and I got a bigger pour of something else. All the beers were fantastic. I liked them all. That's one of those ones that I, we were I like, we're, that we're kind of hush hush, like, ah, they're not really that great, but we're not going to bash them about it. But at the same time, like, if they do a collaboration with Cinderlands, who's right across the street, or if they do a collaboration with Grist House or whatever, we're going to go check it out. Yeah. Number one. But number two, try these places again. Yeah. Give them Honestly, a chance. Honestly, give them a chance. Yeah. Because I, I was wrong. definitely impressed. I was definitely more impressed the when I went recently a couple weeks ago. And you know what's great is uh, Jess from Blue Sparrow. Works there on the weekends. I didn't know that. Oh my god, yeah, that's awesome. She was there. She saw us walk up to the bar and she like waved, and I'm like, "Is that? <laughs> huh? She, she's <laughs> awesome. I love Blue Sparrow. Blue yeah. Sparrow, we stand you guys. Um, if you if you ever wanted to come on the podcast, oh, they'll be on. They'll be we on. We definitely for sure. want to have them on. 
I would love to have like a food themed episode where we oh, just talk man. about what they think about the industry, how they got started, and stuff like that. That would and be especially awesome. with like the the hug that craft beer gives to food trucks. Yeah, you know, like mm-hmm. that. Those that's a that's a freaking like chocolate and caramel, like perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, so let's move on to number five. Yeah. Number uh, five. There's yeah. So a couple. There's like I think there's like four ish left. Five. Um, there's five left. One of them is a, is one that we definitely should talk a little bit about. So the, I think a couple of these we we can kind of gloss over. Skirt through. Um, pastry yeah. beers. Is pastry one, beers are great. Shut up. Move on. <laughs> I think. Um, yeah. I mean, we we've talked at length in the past. About there are whole breweries that are dedicated to making them. Whole breweries that yeah. just make pastry stuff. It's not going away. It's not. And just because you don't like them doesn't mean other people don't. But aren't you going to be sick of them by 2019? By the end of 2019? No, because I don't drink them very often. That's what I'm saying. It's like a specialty thing. Exactly. It's, it's Actually, that yeah, that's, that's, that's the, the other... Like, yeah. sh- like, yes, I love a glass of uh, mead, but that's only after I've been pillaging all day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I, you know... Burninating I, the countryside. That's what I'm saying. Burninating Burn- the women. Burninating <laughs> the women. <laughs> God, I gotta pull that video up. Um, Trogdor. Yeah. Trogdor. Oh my Trogdor. god. Trogdor. Wait, is that from uh, uh Yes, Homestar Runner. Homestar Runner. Yes. Oh god, what a what a blast from the past. Alright. Um, anyway. Yeah, that that's not going anywhere. And some of them were really fucking good. The pop yeah. I, I will never talk I will never stop talking about that pop tart. Oh my god. From Mind blowing. So right? good. Hitchhiker, just just keep doing Keep you. doing stouts. Please yeah. do. Um alright, so this is a, this is a, I think the last big one that we have to talk about. Forming lines at brewery Oh my bars. god, this is so dumb. <laughs> so stupid. This is another one that's so dumb. <laughs> so, so dumb. And I think, I'm mad that Jake's not on because I think he had a lot to he say about this one. He had a lot of feelings about this one. <laughs> and, and I think we can he kind put of... put like two paragraphs into the We can chat. kind of like <laughs> echo what he was saying. Jeez. Just, just uh, He's here in spirit right now. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's... They say, it's a little early to call this a full-blown trend... They also use the word soothsayer, which is an awful word. Murderous. It's it, it, so mad. It puts me into a murderous rage. It's like you're <laughs> trying to sound like super fancy, Ooh, but then there but then at the end of one of these other ones you said it's total bullshit. Like, stop. Stop that. Um, just be consistent. Yeah, so so like, basically like what they're saying is they like people instead of sitting at a bar, people are just lining up at the bar. Like, they, they assume that if you go into a brewery, people are, instead of taking bar seats that are open, people are just getting in line to order beers, and it's annoying. It's false. 100% false. It's like the most false it's thing not, I've ever read. That doesn't happen. No. That's not a thing. It literally doesn't happen. And it, you, said, you said at the beginning, it's a little early to call this a trend, because it's not a trend. And, and it it's will not never be going to be a trend. Yeah. If I saw an open bar seat, I'm not standing in a line. So, to, no. to fight that a second here, we did just walk into Dancing Gnome, and there was nobody in line. So we got our beers at the counter and then walked to a bar seat today. It wasn't even, first of all, it was just an open space. Right. Bar. Second of all. <laughs> there were no I, seats. <laughs> I looked, I looked like a cursory glance. We walked in, and I was like, oh, shit, there's no bar seats. And then, like, as I was standing there, they were pouring the beer. I'm like... Oh wait, no. There's an open spot over there, and we walked over, like, and stood there, not sat down because there were no fucking <laughs> seats for some reason. <laughs> People take. Ah, uh, God, this that like, one is yeah, the dumbest so, of like, the nine. I will say that we're talking about people standing in line to order a beer instead of just plopping down on a stool 
and allowing no their bartender to do the job. That is not no what they, doing that. that does not happen. Well, if the, you see an empty bar seat at any of these places, you Let sit Austin down. Speak. He's fine. No, then he can. He, they continue and they say in Portland. So granted, maybe it's like just a Portland thing. It happened at one bar that these guys went to in Portland. Right, maybe. one time. Um, in their neighborhood bar. But like. but they go. It's quote common dingbat practice. Like okay, <laughs> so let's shit on everyone. They just keep <laughs> insult. Like th- you're literally insulting the intelligence of the hordes and hordes of people that are going to these places. Where are you getting this information? Yeah, you saw it happen maybe at one place. But that doesn't mean it's happening everywhere. Like, how many places have could you possibly like, be going to? But anything could be happening with those people that are going to the bar. Oh, my friends are hanging out outside, yeah, or they're they they're at table that table over, over, there. over there. Like, there's so many fucking factors that factor into this particular annoyance that you're wrong. Like, that's it. Period. Stop the trend before it becomes a nationwide epidemic. I don't. I don't think there's any. It's not a trend. Yeah, there's no. Trend. I don't, it's I don't not think a there's. Trend. I don't think there's it's any trend that trend. needs to be stopped. I can't. Like that is fully. And I get like going back to, like saying like, if someone's reading this, why would they ever want to go to a place if they thought that you had to do that? So it's it's you're hurting this like. You're hurting the. You're hurting the industry. Yes. By saying yes. this, this kind article of stuff. is hurting the industry. This like, is so goddamn stupid. Not pe- it's not. It's not people not buying flagship beers that's hurting the industry. It's <laughs> articles like this with yes. that these opinion pieces that have no basis. But, uh, because you could draw in the, the the reader with something like that. If you said, you know, this is an annoying trend. So hey, when you see a seat open at the bar, go up to the guy, talk to the bartender, be. A freaking member of your neighborhood. That's what, the, yeah. and they you know, say that like, in here. They say, they say, if you in, see a line, resist so many words. and sit down at a, at the bar like a human being. Stop the trend before. But like that's that's insulting, right? It's like don't get confrontational. So aggressive. Just say like say like, hey, like um, I don't know, just any other way. It's right. like that's such a dick thing to say. It really is. Like, all right, let's let's. Move on past this because that okay. one, uh, that talking about so corn—that's stupid because it's literally just talking about the Bud Light advertisement, and yeah, we don't we don't talk right. about that anyway, so we're done. Right? Um, milkshake IPAs. How many fucking times have we talked about milkshake? <laughs> we're not talking about it. The one thing that I would say is I, I think like just the novelty of it will go away, but if you're using lactose in a beer that actually contributes to the flavor profile and not and just a smoothie something. Yeah, like yeah. like something like some of them benefit from that, and I think that will stick around. Yeah. But it's like it it's it was definitely a trend. It and was. It still is. I think it still is. Like that, that. There are like like Trevor said last week. There are places that make their name on that style. Yeah, decadent. Like tired hands. Uh, well, decadent was more. I would say the um, like pastry stout yeah. style. Right. Um, but but like tired hands makes a lot of milkshake IPAs that are very good. Mm-hmm. Um, Hudson Valley is the other one that we haven't had any of. I don't think I've ever had a beer from them. I don't think so, no. But everybody raves about their yeah. lactose beers. Like, people do it well, and it, the the people that do it well are going to... Keep gonna, doing it. They're going to keep doing it, and the yeah. people that don't do it well, I'm... Like, it'll... it'll Just stop, yeah. It'll peter out eventually. Right. So, 
that you know, I that, mean, yeah, that listen to literally of... any other podcast that we've done, and we've definitely talked about Mojang IPs and how much Sarah hates them. <laughs> but there is, I think, there is some merit in in using it, and some of them are good. The, like Sarah can attest to that. Yeah, she likes exactly. Some of them, right? Like two, but you know, right. Mm-hmm. But but still, like it's it's not it's not something it's that's not a style be, to it's not dismiss be full completely. blown. Yeah, like it, you know, some of them are actually good, and some of them, you know, whatever. I think the last time I was on, she had found her first. Yeah, that might have been accurate because okay. that would have been like last summer. Uh, was yeah, that the full. Spoonwood one? Yeah, yes. yeah. That that Spoonwood that one was right. really good. Um, so and yeah, I mean that's make a that's really any, good one, I think that's any style like styles that we aren't we don't normally like, but there's beers that you have that you're like, this is just a good beer. Yeah. Like I don't necessarily like the style, right? But it's still a, it's still a good beer. So you know like. Whatever. Say what you want about those. Um, and then the last one is the annual pumpkin beer freakout. Which, which hasn't happened in five years. It hasn't. And I will say, I think that I think that it's such a tired argument, the whole, like, hating on pumpkin shit. Because I love pumpkin shit. I people do just like, like pumpkin beers. People just like different shit. Like, let people stop. like things. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> right, let yeah. people drink pumpkin spice lattes. I saw a lot of tweets this year that were like, honestly, the world is in such disarray right now. I'm going to let the white girls have their pumpkin spice lattes this year. <laughs> right. Honestly. It's like, just, just, just get over yourself. Just fucking deal with it. Just like, it's like, if it's you called don't like staying it, don't in your lane. It. It's called, it's <laughs> like, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's called well, staying it, it doesn't affect you at all. Who gives a shit? Like, right. then don't buy it. Yeah. Don't buy yeah. it. What? The other Nobody's side. Nobody's forcing you. So the other side of that though, too, is I think a broader, um, outlook is you can still discuss these things without totally dismissing them. Sure. Right? So you can say pumpkin beers are not what they used to be. And somebody else might go, you know what? I still think they're great. Okay, that's fine. But, like, I've changed my palate since then. I've I've decided that I like the New England style better. I like uh, a good crisp lager in August and September. Yeah. Like, when it's getting cold, I want to have something super crisp that has, like, this malty flavor to it rather than something that's just spice, 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 spice. You know, like, that's but that's it's, just, it's just a conversation. A, it's just a seasonal thing. It's, it's a seasonal thing, and, and people buy exactly. them. Like, it's just like Mad Elf. Like, we might not necessarily like Mad Elf, but a ton of people love it. So I don't see any problem having it around. Like, right. I don't think people really freak out about pumpkin beers anymore. No. Well, like, I, and I personally, I'm not the biggest fan of pumpkin beers, but when when we get around that time, you know, Halloween kind of time, I'm not gonna not gonna have a pumpkin beer every time I go out, but I'm gonna have two or three across the season. The season. Like, it's yeah, not, exactly. Yeah. It, again, it, and it's it's a seasonal thing. It's not meant to be like something you get all the time. Like right. So the overall outlook of this article is that they're wrong, <laughs> <laughs> but. But they're also bashing craft beer. And insulting the people that are going to these places. Right. And, and I, just I assuming like, that. I, I just don't. Like, I feel I like think, in breaking this down, the, the more that we talk about it, the more angry I get at the, the fact that they're advertising this. Mm-hmm. That they're saying, hey, these are the trends that you should hate because we think that they're stupid. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say that the Mexican stout is going to be the next big thing in beer but it might be you know the the spicy peppers in yeah. a dark beer 
that really rounds out the flavor that gives you that heat when you're, you know, super cold, like totally fine with that. I want to try but, that. But, like, there's going to be trend, there's always like, going to be trends that we don't like and we're and we're going to talk about them, right. but we don't like just because we don't like them doesn't mean you can't. Like we would never like we we just like to We don't insult people for liking beer. Like yeah. Trevor last week was all about pilsners, lagers. Like yeah. he's and really into those fresh styles that are very clean, that are very uh, traditional, right? He's not looking for the the grapefruit IPA. He's yeah. looking for something that's a very classic Hellas lager or a yeah. um, right. Like I'm looking at one right now. Yeah, that was what we <laughs> featured last week. Yeah, right. So, but, but that's the thing. Like you can't sit here and bash. There's I an just, industry that is so versatile. Yeah, I feel like it's it was there's just so much generalizing going on. And just like I, I and who knows? Sources. Maybe their target audience is the people that drink Iron City every day, that or maybe you know. maybe it is. I and I, I feel like it probably is because it's like one of those like flashy like like they have like a super clean logo and they do all these like uh, again like it's all clickbait and it's people that I'm assuming aren't really into craft beer as much as we are, right? But like, give it a chance. Like, don't read these things and just. But then they turn around. They're, like they're not they're not the people that are that that make this industry. No. Like th- like go out and try something new. Like try something you're not always, you know. I I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like I'm just exhausted from complaining, so I don't really have coherent thoughts at the end of this, but I just think it, I just thought it was it's kind of just irresponsible reporting to me because there's no facts, there's nothing to back up what they're saying. It just seems like someone that was ranting another person that was jaded about the craft beer industry and wanted to just publish their their opinions with nothing to back them up it's, right you know awesome your review of this article um yeah it just it's it seemed a little uh under uh underwhelming i guess they they just didn't seem to know like exactly what they were talking about and it just seemed like there was a pretty uh unsubstantial purpose behind actually writing it yeah <laughs> it seems Sorry. like they're doing they did more harm than they intend like they, they i feel like they planned on uh, calling out something that that should actually change about the industry but it just comes off as like whiny and like confrontational and mm-hmm. that's not going to get anyone to change what they're doing right if you're just going to sit there and bitch without giving alternatives and you know, it's it. So that's that's what the whole. I mean, you used the term clickbait earlier, which is exactly what I was thinking of it as as well. And I mean, that's that's what that whole segment of news, if that's even what you want to call it, right. um, content, reporting what content. Yeah, yeah is is yeah. a better word for it. That that's all that that's become in the last five, ten years, however long. Yeah, and yeah, you want your fifteen minutes. Yeah, right, and like, that's about all it is, though. But it, <laughs> yeah, someone's someone's cutting a check for that article, and someone's getting paid for it. Right. So you know, as much as we want to sit here and bitch and dedicate an entire hour and thirty minute podcast to right, pay me, I'll write a better article. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, that's what, that's what we're. I saying. feel like the person if, who if wrote anyone this over at Thrillist wants to uh, no. wants an, <laughs> they might be, but the way they article. wrote it makes me think that they know nothing about Literally the industry. Nothing. Right. Like, you could be... They could be <laughs> brewers, for all we know. Right. No, and no, that's... we, like... I would never know, because it... It 
it they was, could be that one brewery that did a glitter beer. Yeah. That has a line that forms at the bar that is selling out. Yeah. And also just like tell people, be open about how it works at your brewery. Like, I don't know why, like right? you like, could, like signs. if there was a line, like I feel like as a bartender, I'd be like, Hey, like you guys can take the bar seats. Like, and I think like dancing them does that. Like they tell people like, we don't reach over people. So go to the end of the bar, be open, yeah. be vocal, ask questions. You know, all these people are nice. Like, I've never encountered people that were, like, intentionally rude to me Right at a bar. They want you to know what it's like. They want you to, you know, like, these people aren't idiots. No. No, and, and they're, they're more educated they're than you assholes. in most cases right. about their product. So listen to the person that's giving you the beer because, honestly, they're going to be the ones that are recognizing you the next time you come back. Yeah. Right? They're going to say, hey, nice to see you again or... Hey, here's here's a taster of the newest one or whatever, you know, like that kind of thing. Yeah. So, Sarah, Sarah do you have thoughts? an? In- I have nothing new to add. Okay, great. <laughs> She's done with this. With this I'm so fucking over this. And that's it. Like, yeah. 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 And everyone wants to go. It's a shame because it it just I just think it makes the craft beer industry look bad, but we know yeah. much more about it. It makes us sound like yeah. judgmental assholes, yeah. which I mean. I am. Most you of could the time. It, right. We are. <laughs> we are. But I'm not we writing an article for mass consumption. Yeah. We. Yeah. I mean, we. we we're very open about being assholes, <laughs> and we. Again, how many times do we say, "If you have a problem with what we say, and you we feel like we should change something, or yes. we're not looking at it the right way, tell, like, let us know." Like, you know, like people actually listen to this podcast. Yeah. It might not be that many, but people listen to it, and right. you know, it's. I want to. Sh- I want to give a huge shout out right now to Triple Crossing for listening. We found that oh, out thanks, today. Oh, thanks, guys. What? Yeah, Trevor yeah. Crossing listened. So apparently, uh, one of uh, Trevor's former co-workers listened to last week's podcast, and she oh. was like, she talked to him about what we were talking about, yeah. and so... Oh, that's great. Oh, he man. hasn't listened to it yet. That's, <laughs> that's, the, that's the funny part. <laughs> I haven't either. So. Um, but, but no, I feel like as much as we put our opinions out there, it's very much not... Like, we're telling you what to do. Yeah. Right. Like, my right. opinion on milkshake IPAs and pumpkin beers isn't me saying you're a shitty person for liking them. Yeah. It's just me being like, these beers are shitty. But she does think of you that way when you drink one You next know, to probably. Her. Like, I'm probably judging the shit out of you. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> She's just going to have the respect not to say what's it. Right. Like, I'm just uh, going to whisper it to Nick. <laughs> what's up? Uh, we're going to send I like Miller Lite. What's like that? <laughs> yeah. Literally, you know, someone like, did that to me at Grist House once. That was like two holding, years ago. And she was holding a can of Bud Light. It was the greatest thing ever. And they were like, you can't drink that here. And she's like, I don't know what to do. What do I drink? And they had, I mean... I don't probably like a Kolsch or something. They had yeah. something on yeah, tab. Right. I don't remember the name of it right now, but I was like, "Oh, just get that beer." They poured instead. it halfway and then fine. filled the rest yeah. with water. Exactly. Right. So <laughs> I implore anyone that's listening to this right now to to go out this week, next week, try something you don't normally try. Maybe you'll like it. Get some information about it. You know, these people Read put their the hearts and souls. These people put their hearts and souls into this beer. Like they're not try. They're not intentionally trying to make bad beer. No. And so, that's what's that's what's cool about like Eleventh Hour has a write up on every one of their beers on yeah. the menu, mm-hmm. and I was really impressed with what they were saying. Like I didn't agree with it necessarily, but I was really impressed with like what they were describing. Taking the time to do that means that they actually care about your experience and they want you to know what's what, what it's going to be like. Exactly, so, and they um, want you, they want your feedback too. Yes, yeah. tell them you're having a good time. 
Or even if you're having a bad time. That, I mean, that's that's how they get better and make improvements. Yeah, yeah. no, I mean... Don't leave t- a mad Yelp review. Yeah, yeah, no, like, yeah, don't, no. don't be an asshole. Don't but, be that white, middle-aged con- mom. Constructive criticism is... A, they've, they're always open to it. Yeah. Um, I also just want to say a quick shout-out to the guys at Leaning Cask. If you haven't been there, they're, they're so sweet, very, extremely helpful. It's such a cool place. It's kind of far out there from the city. It's uh, it's pretty far north. Um, but we talked to one of the owners today, just like casually as he was standing there. Um, and he was talking about how they're going to have like live music now. They have food trucks and stuff like that. So um, that place is doing a lot of cool stuff. Um, and and they they're have, one of the only breweries in that area. <laughs> yeah. Yes, like there's yeah. not a lot out there. No. No, there's not. But it's it's a cool. I think it's a cool destination place. It's not. It's not that. Far. It's it's a pretty much a straight shot up twenty eight. So it's not. It's not hard to get to. But um, yeah, we had a really great time, and I just wanted to uh, shout them out because I think they're really cool. So thank yeah. you. So uh, <laughs> looking forward, uh, what do we have? I think uh, we're getting to the end here. But. Yeah. So um, next weekend we're going to be celebrating Dad's birthday. Yeah. So we <laughs> there will be beer involved at some point. Jake is going to be back in the building yes. for even though he wasn't on this podcast. Episode. Fuck That's you, fine. Jake. He didn't. He's not going to listen to this anyway. <laughs> he's not. Uh, You're right. Correct. So we'll um, probably hit a couple of beer releases this week. Um, Cans Pittsburgh is doing great work. Follow them at Cans PGH on Instagram mm-hmm. on Twitter. Yes. Um, they're hilarious, by the way. Because He's super I'm pretty cool. sure the guy's super cool. I'm pretty sure him and his wife both run the Twitter account because mm-hmm. like she'll respond and then he'll respond. Like it, it's it's funny. Um, so definitely follow those guys. Yeah. Uh, we have Juicy Brews in less than two weeks. Jesus Christ! Why I'm so right? excited. The second. Fuck yeah! yeah. Holy fuck! Up. I didn't realize it was that soon. God yeah. damn it! Super. God, I'm about to be that. fucked up that weekend. Holy <laughs> yeah. shit. We're going to see Rivers of Nile. Uh, which, did I say weekend. it right? I said it right? Okay. Yes, finally. Right. <laughs> you got it. Um, the Friday before. It's a metal band. Don't worry about it. <laughs> we, Alex, I figured. Yeah. <laughs> but they have a saxophone player on this tour. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, fun. super cool. There's a lot of sax. Um, There's a lot of good sax, you know. <laughs> we're going to try to meet those guys and hang out with them. Cool. Because they seem like super cool people, and they're from PA, so cool. Reading area, I think. Great. Awesome. So, yeah, awesome. sort of, you're kind of close to Reading, right? About 40, 50 minutes from Reading, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so, Austin, any plans coming up? Uh, Welcome back on the podcast next week. Is Jake's I, I, might, I might have to come by. I'm, I'm, hit, I'm hitting, uh, going to Nashville in three weeks. So, nice. So, I'll have to see if they have Southern Grist. Southern, Southern Grist. Southern Grist, yes. Southern Grist, right. and then uh, Bearded Iris is down there, right? Yes, Bearded yeah. Iris is also in there. There's, there's a lot of good beer those are Those are the Jake, two that you Jake went, but didn't go to any of them, that asshole. I, I will have to write down some recommendations, because we're, we're looking for some... Please, if you ever want to contribute, if you ever want to do a weekly review, let us know. Yeah, we honestly, would love, We would love some, some collaborate, collaboration. Just, uh, just email us at the weekly recap. One. You're gonna play the. You're gonna play the. Yeah, that's track, true. So no, 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 they, they're gonna get all the information. <laughs> all right. Fair enough. Yeah. Yes, the weekly uh, recap at gmail.com. The yeah. weekly recap one at. Gmail. So this has I'm been sorry. fun. I I feel like I, I that was very cathartic for me, and I'm you happy that, that you guys gave me <laughs> right. the platform. Yeah. I've been, it's been a weird week, so I'm it's glad that I got therapy. It, it is cheaper than therapy. <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna talk about during my appointment tomorrow, but we'll we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. All right. Um, well, all right. Hey. Yeah. So uh, thanks for listening. If you hate us and you want to tell us to go fuck off please uh hit up all our social media and yes. uh, you'll hear about whoever that, that author of the thrillist article that we read <laughs> yeah. about today you can fuck yourself 
and you can tell us to fuck ourselves. So it'll be it'll be fun. We Here we fun. go. Thank All you right. guys for having me. We will Cheers. see you guys next week. Cheers. Some people call me the space cowboy. Yeah. Some call me the gangster of love. Some people call me Maurice. Hello and welcome to the end of the podcast. You made it this far, so why don't you go and follow us on social media? At The Weekly Recap on Instagram. At The Weekly Recap 1 on Twitter. Or email us, theweeklyrecap1 at gmail.com. And we'll see you next week.